This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Three Kicks is up next, but first, listen to this other fine OPI show. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You, we're going to find out what kind of personality that Steve has. I think we're going to do the same for Howard because we've taken this extensive test and it has analyzed us thoroughly and now we can tell the world just who we are. And anybody can take this test. We'll tell you how on the next Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to you, Steve. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Back to You, an OPI show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. And we're back, you know, and, and we're, I'm going to say we're a little giddy. We're a little giddy because there's going to be some actual professional soccer played this weekend. Pumped up. Excited. (laughs) But before we get to what's happening in Germany, because that's where where it's happening, we should probably uh, talk what's happening on the pitch in England. Here we go. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? Well, they've they've made some major decisions over the last few days, and I think we have a pretty good handle on what's going to happen. So why don't you explain that, uh, Adam? Yeah, so we got got an idea. So we talked about the project restart, and that's still kind of on course. Um, they're still in the process of talking about how they're going to do this, whether it be neutral stadiums. That's probably. Uh, the most contentious issue right now. Why but, is that, uh, by the way? If if you can't if you can't um, make any money on the games because there are no fans, why it, does it matter where you play? Well, it's interesting because the 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 teams that are probably the most adamant about this are the bottom six teams, right? Because they see this as their one chance to at least give themselves some type of an advantage playing at home. Okay. So so that's kind of what it is. So all of those six teams are the ones that are against it. Everybody else, I think they just want to get the season over with, get it done, and move on. But, well, but because, I mean, how much of an advantage is it really to play in your home stadium without the fans? That's a good point. And maybe it's... Maybe it's a little bit of just kind of they're used to it, size of the field, you know, all kinds of different things yeah, may factor guess, in it. Yeah. Psychological, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it, in the big picture, does it seem like very much, especially when there's no fans? Probably not. But um, I think those are the six, the six teams are really fighting to try to kind of at least give themselves a chance to play in their own stadium. Right. Um, but ultimately, we we to have a plan. So. I think this week they're meeting with players, uh, going over the medical issues, logistics, what needs to be done, the testing, those things. And then Monday, May 18th is the next meeting. So that'll be a week from this today that we're recording. So Monday, the May 18th is when the, the league is going to be sitting down and, and chatting about probably final plans as to what they're going to do. 
and then they have to submit on May 25th, the following Monday, what the plan is, because that's the UEFA deadline. Right. And then, and then June 1st, the government said that's when the, the British government came out. Boris Johnson came out with his big public announcement. I was actually chatting with my my mom and my uncle and aunt and all kind of English people when he was actually announcing it on. Uh, we had a little Zoom family family call on the weekend, right? And uh, she's like, "Oh, Boris is on! Boris is on!" So I kind of got pushed off to the side, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, so so then he said June first, we could get back to some type of you know play of some type of professional sports, and then June twelfth is scheduled first match so we have at least a timeline yeah so we have a timeline uh, as to what's going to happen a couple of things have been agreed to already for instance they have agreed that there is going to be relegation and promotion that's going to happen uh they they've agreed to extend the contracts because the players contracts usually end in in june or july 1st maybe that's right so they're extending those contracts for another month or however long it needs to go. And there are a lot of people that would, you know, they'd, they'd be leaving their clubs otherwise. They're free agents, which yeah. could really uh, change things. So it's good that they're doing that. Yeah. Um, but like you said, the big the big uh, issue is where they're going to play. Yeah, exactly. So that's the contentious issue that they're trying to kind of figure out. So I'm, I'm guessing this, this meeting, that meeting on Monday – Next week is going to be probably the biggest. The discussion is going to be how they're going to do it, how the plan is, and what they're, where they're going to be playing these games. Obviously, it's going to be behind closed doors. It's just a question of where. And, and I think it's not exactly resolved yet on the player end that they're perfectly comfortable with this. I saw a story that uh, Sergio Aguero and uh, Antonio Rudiger from Chelsea. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. that they're speaking out like, hey, we're not going to feel safe out there. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's a, quite a few stories. I saw Danny Rose was on there today. Yeah. He came out with a story. You know, he's he's a concerned, and, and I completely get it. You know, you know, people talk about, you know, these Premier League players being overpaid, and, like, and they are. There's right. no question. <laughs> yeah. But they also are putting themselves in, you know, probably realistically some type of a danger here. This is kind of a dangerous situation for them to be able to play when you think about the whole situation and the bigger picture. Yeah. Um, so I can I can understand where they're coming from. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not an easy situation. It, you know, um, you know, I think everybody wants to see it. You know, we're excited to see it. Right. Uh, but um, you know, they are kind of our it, guinea pigs, though, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. You know, obviously the German league's going to be starting this week. We will talk about it here in a bit. They're going to be the true, true guinea pigs, right? Uh, but I think obviously things are a little bit further along in their respect. So, well, I think you know, obviously, uh, I think Germany's probably handled the virus a little better than both America and England. No, 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 no. (laughs) Of course, Germany's got a scientist as their as their leader of their country, so that might have something to do with it. Exactly, a little bit their efficiency. Germans are known for their efficiency. (laughs) Their papers are in order. (laughs) Exactly, and you know, I mean, obviously, Britain and US are going for the gold medal in terms of cases, so they've got that. They've got that covered, but. Yeah, we yeah. really are. The English-speaking part of the world are looking pretty stupid these days, but that's how it yeah. is. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. let's talk about the return of the Bundesliga because that's this weekend. 
Wow. It's Exciting coming, stuff. it's coming, it's coming. Now, I, I was looking up what some of the rules are because that is, uh, you know, as we were just discussing how the players feel, um, apparently they discussed having the players wear masks during the games, but that just was yeah. considered not realistic. And, and, you know, honestly, maybe even dangerous. Sure, if you're sure. running and you're trying to get your breath and everything, those masks are not great uh, for, you know, breathing through. They're really yeah, not. Th- yeah. And if they are, then they're probably not helping you, you know, from uh, catching anything. So right. they decided no masks as far as the players go and the referees go. All right. They do. And the and the two assistants, they will not be wearing masks. Managers, right. however, must wear masks, although they are allowed to lower it to shout instructions. If they're keeping a safe distance from the others, this is, you know, this is just going to be so weird to watch. It, it really is. You're absolutely right. It's going to be so surreal in terms of what we're seeing. Uh, the you know, are they going to have their their masks in their logos? Do you think? Do you think they're going to have those? <laughs> yeah, that's logos? a good question. I mean, they could make a killing out of these uh, masks. It's yeah, gonna be interesting. Well, everybody's going to. They're also allowing some fans in which is very weird. I'm not quite sure why they're doing this, but up to 300 people in in stadiums, obviously socially spaced out and everything, but Yeah. Yeah. You know, the game starts at a certain time, everyone shows up at that time, you know what I mean? It's, it doesn't seem like a a smart plan, but you know, the Germans must have this figured out is what I the way I'm looking at it. They must have right. it figured out somehow. Like I said, they're the most efficient country for, to be able to do this. You know, those 300 fans will probably be there way ahead of time, if not right on time. Right. They'll be. They'll. They'll. they'll oh, they'll be punctual. They'll be punctual. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no question. Now, a lot of our listeners may not be familiar with the German Bundesliga, so I thought we should probably talk about some of the. I mean, obviously, most people know Bayern Munich, and yes, mm-hmm. they are in first place again. Yeah. And they'll be playing in Europe for sure. Um, their nickname, by the way, is uh, Die Roten. But if you haven't watched Bayern for a while, they have a player named Alfonso Davies, who yeah. is a, a Canadian player, mm-hmm. who is a you know worth the price of admission. I think, don't you think? Right. Yeah, he's really good. He had a fantastic game in the last uh, Champions League match that they played in, and he really kind of came through. That he's kind of come through the ranks a little bit, but he's plays on that on that wing and extremely quick player, good skill, is able to cause some problems. So he's definitely a, a player to watch for sure. And it doesn't hurt when you're passing it into uh, Lewandowski. Yeah, they've got some players. I mean, he's got some, he's got some people to work Thomas with. Thomas Mueller. Yeah. You know, they've got some players. Exactly. Yeah, no question. And and their coach has my favorite name in all the Bundesliga because it's such a great German name. His name is Hansi Flick. <laughs> Good old Hansi. Uh, so then the second best team in, in the Bundesliga is Borussia Dortmund. And right. they're, they're, they play in black and yellow, and you have uh, obviously seen many of their players because they're one of those clubs that develops players, gets them to their you know peak performance as young players, and then sells them. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? That's right. That's right. Or they get players from other teams on loan for a little while, and then they sell them. So, yeah, so yeah. it's either way. But, yeah, they, they've done really well. And, and the great thing about Borussia Dortmund, it's been a little bit of a feeding ground for American players as yes, well. Obviously, right. uh, Pulisic was there for quite a while and really kind of came into his own there. And now they've got another young player in Gio Reyna playing for him as well. Well, and, and they also have a good young English player there, don't they? That's right. Sancho is playing for them. Yeah, he's uh, kind of right on the – kind of started to make an impact on the England national team as well. Uh, came over from Man City, even though Man, C- Man City kind of thought he was uh, excess uh, surplus to requirements, as they say. And then yeah. he ended up uh, going over to Bruce and Dortmund and is probably – Right now, he's probably one of the top 10 players in the world. And is uh, rumored to be coming back to the Premier League, isn't he? That's right. I know Chelsea was after him. Uh, It looks like Manchester United might be the the lead contender there. Uh, I think a lot of that's going to determine what happens with Paul Pogba. But uh, he could be a player that might find himself as a red devil. There's also a a player on Dortmund uh, named Haaland. Yes, Erling Haaland, absolutely. Yeah, a young player came in from um, from uh, Scandinavian country. There, well, I think it's uh, I think it was Denmark, I believe. And um, so, yeah, he's done really, really well. Uh, young player they signed and uh, has really started to kind of grow into that strike. I think. Yeah, he's a scoring machine, that kid. Yeah, he scored a couple of big goals in the last uh, Champions League match as well, even though they ended up losing. But he uh, he's definitely that type of a player that can cause some problems. So if you get a chance to watch either Dortmund or a Bayern Munich, you're really watching the cream of the crop in, in the Bundesliga. But right. there are other teams that are, are, are up and coming, including uh, uh, RB Leipzig, which stands mm-hmm. for the Red Bull, Red Bull Leipzig. And yeah. uh, they have... Timo Werner on their team, yeah, who is another uh, world class player. Yeah, yeah, it's a really, it's a really good group. Great manager in Julian Nagelsmann, mm-hmm. uh, really has done a really nice job, kind of figuring out that group. And uh, again, with the young U.S. player, probably in in my opinion, probably one of the better U.S. players. Although he's really had a hard time dealing with injuries, and that's Tyler Adams. He's playing on that team and. I think if he can get a long run in the squad, in terms of playing, he's just, like I said, been dealing with injury. He's going to be a real impact player, and he's really the the future, one of the future players for the United States. And how old is he? Uh, Fairly young. I think he's in his early 20s. Okay. That's great. Uh, Now, the fourth place team, uh, we actually visited their stadium when uh, you and I went over there a couple of years ago, and it's Borussia Mönchengladbach. That's right. And they're in the town, Minchin Gladbach. That is actually one word, and it is actually the name of the town. Um, yeah. They call them Gladbach, just uh, for short. They're the right. Foles, the, the Folen. Um, and they have a young American – well, not so young anymore. They have an American player also. Yeah, that's right. Fabian Johnson's over there playing with them. So uh, kind of still trying to make an impact. He was kind of in and out. I think he was one of uh, – 
uh, Klinsman's favorite players. He played a lot in the Klinsman era. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, again, another good group. I think they're probably, to be fair, they're probably doing a little bit better than what they were expected. Normally, they've been a fairly mid-table team. That is correct, yes. They're, they're definitely up there in the standings and, and doing really well. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's uh, be a, uh, we had a lot of fun at the stadium. I mean, it was really kind of a cool place to visit because everything was so close. Yeah. Uh, and then and the kids were there. They they ended up giving them little practice kits and. Uh, they really enjoyed the training because they have the training facilities right next to the stadium, so you could oversee the stadium there. Yeah, that was a, that was a very cool uh, little area there. Yeah. So uh, you uh, you obviously know there's a bunch of other American players playing in the Bundesliga. Why don't we talk about some of those guys? Yeah, yeah. So we've got um, probably some of the better ones. Obviously at Schalke, there's Wes McGinney who's playing with them. He's uh, definitely been a bit of an impact player, certainly recently in terms of um, how well he's done. He's certainly lived up, and I think he's played in quite a few games. In 20 games so far, he's started 16 of the 20. He's playing for uh, uh, David Wagner, the yeah. former uh former manager of i believe it was huddersfield in the premier league so yeah. he's there playing with Schalke. so he's doing doing very well um and then we talked about Reno. The, the other player that you probably haven't heard too too much but he was transferred to man city for quite a while he was a goalkeeper zach stefan he's now playing with fortuna Dusseldorf. he's okay. actually on lo- he's on loan from man city he's playing there but he's actually played in every game. He started every game this season. So they rank him very highly. And, you know, he's really been, um, you know, ultimately, you know, people could say he's probably right there being potentially the, the future number one for the United States in terms of a goalkeeper. And obviously, the United States has produced some of the best goalkeepers in the world over recent years. So that he's going to be definitely an impact player. Um, and I, will say th- player, I will say this yeah. about uh, – uh, Dusseldorf, however, they are in the relegation zone right now. They're one of the lower ranked teams, so um, you know Zach Steffen's getting some getting some shots on goal there. <laughs> yeah, no question. He's got some work to do. Yeah, yeah. they're right, right there in third from bottom. So, and they're a little bit behind uh, the next spot up. Them, I think mine's is uh, right above them. Right. So, yeah, they, they got some work to do. Um, but yeah, so and then uh, Josh Sargent. Uh, fairly local player. He's from originally from St. Louis. Grew up, played with Scott Gallagher down there, um, and then he's he's playing with Werder Bremen. Yeah, um, played. He started about half the games this season, so I think he's definitely going to be an impact player. And uh, I always like that team because their nickname is the Green Whites, oh, which beautiful. is the name of my my local club here in Chicago. So. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, and so, yeah, I mean, you're going to find um, lots of American players. John Brooks, you probably remember him. He was He's a little bit of an older player. He played a fair bit again uh, under uh, Klinsman as well. Uh, uh, center back. Wolf, center back, playing with Wolfsburg. Big, good-sized fella, if I remember correctly. So, yes, big So, boy. yeah, it, it'll be nice to – hopefully these guys are playing this week. Hopefully we'll get to see some of these players and uh, we can really kind of examine what's going on. All right. So, you know, normally uh, the Bundesliga is not on top of our mind. It's maybe not the co- the caliber of league that uh, the Premier League is, but uh, it's quite good. It's one of the top three or four leagues in the entire world. And this weekend, it's the best. Exactly. It's the one we're watching. It's That's exactly sure. right. That's exactly right. So let's. There was also some news. Uh, actually, I have a uh, 
I have a, a jingle for that one. Hang on. Here we go. There we go. In this country, we call it soccer, partner. There's some news about American soccer also, and that's uh, the U.S. women's national team. They lost a big decision in court this past yeah. week. And um, if I understand it correctly, the judge, uh, re- he, he had to d- he to decide if they're being treated fairly by the U.S. Soccer Federation. He ruled that their 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 lawsuit can go on um, because they weren't treated equally, but they can't go on to claim that they weren't paid equally because they in fact did get more money than the men's national team, but only because they went all the way to the World Cup and won the right. World Cup. Right, right, yeah. This is this is a kind of it's an interesting thing that's going on i mean because the, the obviously the women's national team has had a massive amount of success right. in terms of what they've done and i think for looking at i was looking at the numbers they said between 2010 to 2018 the women's players were actually paid 34 million dollars in salary compared to the men's team which was at 26 million right well okay fair enough but that's not a massive discrepancy considering how poorly the done considering they didn't qualify right the men the didn't, they didn't even make it in the world cup <laughs> right exactly and so when you look at all the numbers and and really the women couldn't have done any more they've won two world cups during that period of time they couldn't have really done anything or you know anything more in terms of what they did so so i can kind of see where they're coming from in terms of where they feel like they should be getting a little bit more than what they've done so yeah, it's it's. I think it's going to be. Uh, they've gone through the appeal process. They're working through that. Uh, I still think at some point they're going to settle. I think yeah. it's going to be. It's going to be. It's been good because it's raised the the question, especially on the women's side. I think within their collective bargaining bargaining agreement and what they need to do. I think in the long run, it's probably going to be uh, certainly good for them. It's just going to take, as as we all know, going through court systems, it's just going to take a little bit of time. Right. And, and the good news, it's happening now, so there are no strikes or anything like that. Uh, you know, the, the games are, um, which, you know, kind of also takes away some of their bargaining power, to be honest with you. Right, right. And, it, and, it, and everything's so different. It's very difficult to understand how, because the women's national team players are paid through the soccer federation, so... They kind of have different tiers in terms of levels of where they're at. So a woman, a tier one woman will get a certain amount of money and they're paid by U.S. soccer and then they get their supplemental income from the league, the team that they're playing in the NWSL. Whereas oh, on the men's team. Yeah, I, I didn't know the, that. Yeah, so whereas on the men's teams, you know, they, they're contracted with their clubs. So they get paid by their clubs and then they get a certain amount of money, money when they represent the national team. So there is some dis- there's definitely some differences in terms of how things are set up. Uh, but when you look at some of the discrepancy in terms of how they've done, it's kind of scary. I think even when the men were playing in matches, for example, I think they would actually receive money to get like a $5,000 bonus if they lost a game to a top 25 European team, for example, a national team. Whereas the women, if they lost, they wouldn't receive any money. So it, didn't, it doesn't seem to be 
gotcha. some equality in that standpoint. So yeah. lots of question marks, but like I said, hopefully they'll get get it settled and we can move on. Okay, we're going to move on to uh, take a little break, and uh, we'll be uh, right back with uh, – we still have, just so you know, we still have the guest, the Premier League star. We still have Adam's TV tip, which uh, has really panned out for some great stuff the last few times. And uh, we'll find out what's happening in his office also. All that coming right up. Lasano and friends. Happy to be here today. Cheryl Scott, meteorologist. Hi, Fred Winston, Chicago radio guy. I'm Rob Hart in Chicago. How about that weather? This is a good show to do that. Yeah, what the hell, man? It's, uh, <laughs> I Don't I th- blame the messenger. I'm not blaming the messenger. That's got to be the worst part about being a meteorologist. They blame you for the, for, for the sun or the snow or right. whatever. I'm so. like everyone's best friend when it's sunny and 70. <laughs> and like yesterday, I was everyone's worst friend. Yeah. But I know that weather changes so dramatically we do seven day forecast and right. I go well seven days it sometimes changes seven times in those seven days <laughs> <laughs> but science is getting more and more accurate oh, it does. so has the earth been knocked off its axis I, I, I keep hearing stuff uh, about that uh, from the conspiracy idiots at 3 o'clock in the morning. And that's exactly <laughs> what we're going. Masano and friends. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Kentucky woman solves breathing issue with face masks. The best place in the world to be stuck in quarantine. Hey, we got an order of body bags. Rick's brush with Willie Mays. Rick's interview with John Records Landecker without me. Yes, that's right. And we also have comedian Dwayne Kennedy, who is an Emmy winner and a hilarious man. All that in unlimited. Limited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. And we are back. So, Adam, I know that a lot of stuff's been going on um, in your office. And, well, let's let's play the jingle and let's find out what yeah. it is. Here we go. And now, the latest Chicago area soccer news. Soccer news. Soccer news. With Coach Adam. Coach Adam. So, what's happening? Yeah, so obviously we're still out of the office. Yeah, Everybody's working remotely. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we've got things going on. We've been doing a series of webinars with different groups. So we've been able to uh, grab some people. We've had some good contacts with different people. So uh, starting this week, we've got actually on Wednesday. This will probably be afterwards. But we've got uh, Steve Salas who wrote a book, and he's working with the Scottish Football Association. He's going to be coming in talking about mindset and uh, talking about the psychological aspect of the game. And then on Friday, we've actually got Chelsea uh, going to be doing a webinar with us on Friday morning. Somebody uh, so I know? Got, yep, somebody you know. So there's a few of those guys. You do, there's a couple of new guys on there, which will be fun. And then we're hoping that Andy, who we spent a lot of time with, will be able to jump on. Chris will be there as well. So they're going to be do, do something. I think it's a great topic, winning versus development. So I think uh, that's going to be a really good topic. And I think we, we sent it out yesterday. I think we've already got 55, 60 people already signed up for that webinar. Yeah, so that's a good that one. That should be a good that should be a good one. And then we've got a series, and then the following week we've got uh, Ryan Gary coming in from uh, Arsenal. He's the under-23 coach, so he could probably give us a little bit of an insight what's going on actually at the Premier League, so that might be a real good one. Uh, but, yeah, so we've got all kinds of things going on there with webinars, keeping people engaged, keeping coaches and players engaged. 
And then this week, they're gonna we're going to be releasing what we did in the office. We actually did a draft last week. We all picked within the people who work in the office, and this was kind of fun, our best 11 ever. Oh, awesome. So we, so we had um, all the plays we could imagine. This goes back to, you know, the best players. So my team simply of course yeah i was i was able to draft quite some amazing players i've got pele i've got bobby charlton franz beckenbauer wow. johan johan cruyff all on the same team so wow I, I still don't know how i was able to get all these players but when you look at the history of these players this this is pretty good but i'm gonna need people to vote for this because um that's how we're going to do it. We're going to do it through social media. They're going to vote for different people, and we'll see who wins. But I'm liking my team, that's for sure. Well, in the 70s, it would have killed. Yeah. <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> no question. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, it's, it's more of a knowledge thing. So I'm, I'm hoping the viewers are going to have to do a little bit of research. Obviously, the younger, the younger viewers are not going to be able to – younger listeners, should I say. The younger listeners are not going to be able to know all of these players. But hopefully, the, the older listeners will be able to identify with some of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, kids. Uh, Franz Beckenbauer is known as the Kaiser. He was the center back for the World Cup winning team uh, in Germany, 1974. And he played in the final against Johan Cruyff of the Netherlands, who is considered the most creative player in European football for 50 years. Yeah. that be a fair uh, statement? Fair statement, absolutely. I've got Beckenbauer and Bobby Moore as my two center backs. That's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. And who'd you say your striker was? A uh, certain name guy, Pele. He's pretty decent. Yeah, the best player in history. Uh, and George Best on the wing. So we're going to be fine. Nice. Nice. And there'll be more fun to go out with afterwards, too, because George <laughs> Best can tip, tip a pint. <laughs> That's for sure. Exactly, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get to our, uh, our uh, your favorite part of the show. It's called yeah. Guess the Premier League Star. Here we go. Time now to guess the Premier League Star. Okay. Uh, we got to get to know these players again if we're going to be watching them. You know, we got to remember who's on what team. Uh, this uh, this Premier League star is 29 years old, okay. so he's been around. He's uh, originally from Spain, right. and he comes from a long line of great players. His father played for Atletico Madrid and Barcelona. His grandfather played for Real Madrid. Um, and this guy played one game for Real Madrid before coming to England. All right. His first team in the Premier League was Bolton. Okay. He also played for Sunderland. To me, his name sounds like a Roman soldier's name. If I ever told you how much I dislike this, <laughs> this might be the first one I'm getting stumped on. My goodness. He has been with his current Premier League team since 2016. Okay. Now, he's not, he's not known as a scorer. He is an outside fullback, but he does score some goals. Okay. Gosh. Spanish. Spanish. Out, outside back. Yep. Uh, he's not. He's not playing with Chelsea, is he? He is. Is it Dave, my favorite player? No. 
He he wears number three. Marcus Alonso. Very good. All right. (laughs) Wow, I didn't know he only played one game for Real Madrid. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that his father and grandfather both played and and were stars, apparently. Yeah, interesting. Long line of uh, great players there. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. and he is fun to watch. Yeah, he's 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 actually, to be fair, in the last few weeks, right up until unfortunately the pandemic, he was probably playing as well as anybody for Chelsea. He was their top uh, was, scorer over the last couple yeah, of weeks. Scored yeah. some nice goals. He and he, he's got such a sweet left foot. So oh, he, he just does. Strikes a ball so so well, and uh, some of the goals he scores are just fantastic. And maybe we'll start seeing that again soon. But right now, yeah. it's time for. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. Okay, so last show we did, you uh, suggested a movie called Goal. Yeah. Which is about a young uh, Mexican-American player going over to play in Newcastle. And it it was not, uh, it's not... a documentary it's a, it's a it's a film it's fiction yeah yeah that's right but it was fantastic i watched it and i could not get over how great it was and that's great and what you didn't say was that well, there are real players in the in this movie like alan oh, shearer yeah. was in the film as yeah. a newcastle player as a teammate of this guy that's right that's right david beckham was in the movie mm-hmm so I mean that that was that was a great suggestion. If people haven't seen it yet, the movie Goal. I just, I saw it on uh, I think I saw it on Amazon Prime. It's okay. uh, it's out there. Yeah, yeah, and and I would recommend Goal too, the next one. So uh, you you have to yeah. you have to watch you have to watch the following the the next part. I to be pers- perfectly honest. I think Goal Two's better. So wow. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, we've got some games to watch. Yes, we So do. we're going to recommend a couple of games, and I'll also recommend a movie. So it's going to be kind of a, a three-part recommendation. So I think in terms of matches, and all these games are on Fox Sports 1, okay. so everybody should be able to get these on their regular uh, cable television. You've got Dortmund versus Schalke. So you've Ooh. got a bunch of American players. That's going to be the the first, the early game, the 9.30, I think, on Saturday. Oh, that's a good uh, one. Yeah, so that should be a real good one. You've got Wes McKinney with Schalke, and you've got Gio Reyna with Dortmund. And then you've got Frankfurt versus Mönchengladbach a little bit later. Those are the two ones that we went to, uh, to visit. So I think those are going to be really two good games to watch on Saturday. Yeah. And then there's games on Sunday. I think Bayern plays on Sunday, so catch those. I think they're playing one of the lower-level teams. But on Sunday, after those games you watch, I would recommend you watch this movie, but do it without the children because there are there is some salty language, to say the least. <laughs> what? Yes, and it's an English movie. Huh. It's, a, it's the English-British version of The Longest Yard, the classic American movie. Oh, wow, great. And it's called Mean Machine. Got to watch it. Definitely, it's some of the... There's some great one-liners in it. Vinnie Jones stars in the movie. And you'll see a lot of people from Lock, Stock, Smoking Barrels, Snatch, all of those types of characters are in that movie. But it's a good one. And they play like a prison team? Yes. It's the same. It's the same thing. It's basically the soccer version of The Longest Yard. Wow. Okay. Cool. Hey, and, and one more thing about the Eintracht Frankfurt game against uh, Minchin Gladbach. Um, uh, Frankfurt. It was my team uh, when I lived in Germany, 
and their stadium uh it was called the vault stadium was in the backwoods uh it's like the most beautiful place you it's like a mile walk from the front gate into the stadium and you're walking through the forests of germany and it's just spectacularly beautiful now the wow. team's not that great, but <laughs> yeah, stadium's cool. Things. Yeah, that's good. All right, well, hey, this has been fun. Um, we have to thank some people. We have to thank our executive producer uh, Tony Lasano uh, with OpiShows dot com. Opi is hippo backwards. O p p i h shows dot com. If you want to find us, by the way, people ask you how to find free kicks. Go to OpiShows dot com or wherever you find podcasts. Search for Radio Misfits. We are distributed by Ancilla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week. Are we back on as a regular thing here? I'm ready to do it. Let's right. do it. We we'll, got some, we'll, we'll have some soccer to talk about at least. Let's do it. We'll be back again next week with another episode of Free Kicks. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of OPI Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report Informed Automotive, it's our 52nd episode. That means we made it one year. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for a look back on the first year of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And friends and everyone at OPI Shows want you to make sure to wash your hands. And if you're still one of those people who don't wash their hands after they use the bathroom, please do that now. That's something you should have been doing anyway. Cover your mouth when you cough. Come on, people. And with that, we have a special message from actress, comedian, and fan favorite Milana Vintrube. I just want to wish the people of Chicago a safe, warm, peaceful stay at home. Please stay healthy. Please help other people stay healthy by staying home. Stay safe, Chicago. Thanks, Milana. Thank you. Guys, seriously, you can save the world by sitting on your ass at home. You cannot afford to miss this opportunity. You won't get another one. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Stay home. You will be saving the world.